0: Hello again, everyone, welcome to the Scientific Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Lucas Berg, joined by the one, the only, Mr. Darren Shrewsbury Jr. Joining me from Hagerstown, Maryland, Darren. I'm so excited, man. There are football games that count being played this weekend. I love it.
1: It's It's wonderful.
0: High school starts actually Thursday. There's a game on. There's actually, I think, two or three games, maybe more. Played on Thursday, and then of course everyone knows high school has Friday, and then week zero of the college football season on Saturday. We've got week three of the NFL preseason, which traditionally means uh, starters play the most. Even in a three game system, this is when the starters generally play the most. So it's all happening. Like we we finally made it. We are out of the off- of the excuse me non playing season. We are. We don't have to deal with another game, another weekend where games don't matter until mid February. That just it. Ah, it's so exciting. It really is. Like everyone says that, but like,
2: ah, it's so exciting
0: <laughs> to know that like on Saturday morning I can wake up, I will walk to, I will walk back to the TV, I will find. The Premier League game on, and then I will flip between. If it's Liverpool, I will not watch it, and I will go exclusively to college game day. If it's someone I don't despise, I will run between that and game day until the Premier League game is over, and then I will just be like, football, me, couch, this, yay. <laughs> we have series I've talked about that before that we will get to week zero in a second, but we have to talk about Deshaun Watson. And the league... The league will say this is good. I don't... Deshaun Watts has been suspended for 11 games. The suspension is nearly doubled. He has fined $5 million. And he is required to go to uh, counseling. And that is his punishment for uh, the allegations brought against him. Now, you asked me whether I thought that was a win. And I said no. Every Any scenario that doesn't involve you being indefinitely suspended is a loss. That's my opinion. What's yours? I mean, after
1: really thinking about it, it, and and also kind of looking over some of the stuff, um, like, I I was reading over his uh, apology, as you might put it, uh, whether or not people take it as an apology, uh, an actual sincere apology, I don't know. Um, it, it, you know, I it was just like, you know, just, he, no, just, no, get him out. No, we don't want him. Uh, cause I mean, really it's uh, a part of his, part of his, um, Part of the suspension is include includes a requirement for third party treatment, and if he doesn't, or if, if he's not signed off on by that eleven games, then it keeps going. But you know. <sighs> If that, that in itself kind of raises a bunch of questions. Well, you know, what, who are they going to one, uh, two, who's to say he's not signed off on immediately. Um, to, for, uh, to, to just, you know, as just a moto, another piece of, Oh, well, the NFL did something right. Um, and oh look, uh, Watson's better. He he he. Blah blah blah. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot that tend to believe that not only was his apology not sincere, mostly because of the reason that up until the very last moment, he was adamant that he did nothing wrong. So if he truly believes there's nothing wrong, what is there to to what is there to apologize for, right? And that the apology was basically coaxed from the NFL going, if you want to play again, you're going to apologize whether you think you did it wrong or not. It starts getting into a deep hole that at this point, we've seen enough with the NFL that it's not an impossibility. <laughs> because we know they don't really care about the integrity of the game at this
0: point. No, well, no, 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 no. They care about the betting integrity of the game. When they say that, they mean I want you to believe yeah. the score on your TV is correct by all mm-hmm. accounts. That's the meaning mm-hmm. of integrity in the NFL, not what you're talking about. <laughs> but footballs. Don't get me an started air on pressure. that.
1: <laughs> but, but really, it, it the entire thing just seems disin-
0: disingenuous
1: on his part and frankly out of the NFL's part.
0: Well, see. So here's the thing. Deshaun Watson, I don't remember if this is after uh, the uh, the apology or not, but he stands by his innocence. Like, you can't apologize and stand by your innocence, right? Like, at some point, you've got to admit that you're lying on one of these mm-hmm. accounts, right? Mm-hmm. Like, either the apology was insincere or I'm lying to you that I stand by my innocence, like, something has to give. Yeah, and I'm waiting I, for someone to say that, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I, like can can someone please like just, really? Here, here's the here's some of the words like basically
1: two paragraphs here uh, that basically sum up most of it. Um, it's he, he starts with I want I want to say I'm truly sorry to all the women I've impacted in this situation. He said in an interview with the Browns broadcast team. This is Poe. This is written right off the New York Times, but it's pretty much copy and paste from his actual you know, apology posted, I think, on, on the interwebs. Um, and he says, this is what kind of confuses me here. It like raises a little red flag right off the bat, is the decisions that I made in life that put me in this position, I would definitely like to have back, but I want to continue to move forward and grow. Okay, so that reads as if you're acknowledge, actually acknowledging that you did something wrong. Right. Mm. At first, it it gives the I'm not
0: saying
1: it gives the illusion is essentially what I'm getting.
0: Yeah, at. you can spin it that way, but the other way you can spin it is that well, I'd like yeah. to not be in this situation. I yeah, just go play week one.
1: And, and here's what pretty much supports that at that uh, uh, point. That right on, he goes. I've always stood by my in on my innocence, and I always said I've never assaulted anyone or disrespected anyway anyone and I'm continuing to stand on that so you're not apologizing. you're quite literally telling us you're not apologizing. So why even go through the pro- uh, process at this point because you, yeah. you
2: yeah.
1: it's it's very openly right there and anyone duped by it well frankly is stupid. We're
0: only like 50, like uh, minutes in, you're already calling people stupid.
1: Yeah. If you believe I mean, Deshaun it's, Watson, it's,
0: to be fair, in this Italy. guy is a professional scientist. So, by comparison, <laughs> you probably are a little bit less intelligent than this man. I know I am.
1: But it's so you can't sit there and apologize and then say, but I'm innocent and I've never assaulted anyone. That's completely contradictory. And if you don't see that it's contradictory, I don't know what to tell you other than your your head so far up somebody somewhere <laughs> that, was... that you could basically taste what they've eaten. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 And, oh no! <laughs> oh oh.
1: And, and here's two more things to add to all to all of this. Okay. Some some outside people, you know that uh some some I guess Brooklyn lawyers, people with law schools and such like this. There are statements that are basically that might. There, there are many other motiva- motivations for acting for an apology, and one of those is good public relations. Check mark right there, mm-hmm. and and it goes on to say that if a player cannot apologize sincerely, he's not. There's little hope that he's going to absorb any of the lessons of the treatment. He won't. Um, I'm we're just going to say that right there. And to add from one more person, it, it says it, it, this this is common knowledge at this point it's it's one thing that anyone who's been in therapy knows is that if you don't think you need help, then attending the counseling or the therapy or whatever treatment is completely a waste of time because you don't believe you need to be there so it it, it doesn't it's it doesn't it's not gonna do anything for him and there's no way. <laughs> I do not believe that there's any way that he's that that he's gone for any longer than the eleven games. Regardless of whether he needs to be signed off on or not, he'll be back in in, in the after that eleven games because he's signed off on his fine. But we all know that's going to be a total force.
0: Let's just also point out that his 11, his uh, first game back is week thirteen. <clears and throat> rounds of a bye between between now and then, mm-hmm. uh, and. It's in Houston against the Texans.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I'm not one to accuse the NFL of doing anything, but I can't help but think that that fact probably didn't hurt anything when it came to flying the 11th game. 11 games is a very weird number. Mm-hmm. Like That's the first thing I thought. I was like, that's a very weird number. And then I saw it at Houston. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yep. That does a lot of explaining. Yep. It may not be the entire reason, but it does a lot of it. Yep. And the only other alternative, to, if you want to dig that deep, is that the NFL somehow knew this could be a possibility and happened to have that game in with 13. Yeah. Months, like, when they went mm-hmm. to the schedule computer. Yep. Now, he, here's,
1: here's, the, here's something that here's something here that actually infuriates me. Um the team's owners, one of the team's owners, Jimmy Haslam. Yes. Here, here is what he says. Oh boy. And this infuriates me for multiple reasons because and I'll, and I'll explain why afterwards the uh, he Here's what he says. Well, rather he asks and then states, he says, is he never supposed to play again? Is he never supposed to be part of society? Well, I don't think anyone says he's not supposed to be part of society, but well, some would argue. Um, and he says, I think it's important to remember that Deshaun is 26 years old, okay, and he's a high-level NFL quarterback, and we're planning on it being our quarterback for a long time. Uh, no, that's not a freaking excuse. Do, do I need to point you to, a, to a, an idiot named Brock Tono to explain to you why that's a horrible freaking anal- uh, uh, argument to make? Just because you're a high-level athlete and, and you've got some... Uh, uh, well, I believe he had some money behind him, too. Um, it doesn't excuse you for being an absolute piece of garbage. And it doesn't mean you get to continue to do what you love. It doesn't mean you get to be propped up on the throne of society as some god. You deserve to be put in your place. And that place is never around anybody well, that you can affect again. And you certainly don't deserve to be propped up and go, oh, yeah, you're good at playing sports, therefore being a piece of crap and assaulting women is okay. As we've Alleg- seen multiple uh, times. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly, my butt. <laughs> but Allegedly, for the hey, sake you, of legal.
0: Hey, hey, you covered me when I started saying something else. So <laughs> I'm not trying to do the same thing for you. Oh, so true. So
1: that that is that to me immediately tells you that that organization didn't give a crap what was going on.
0: the they, beginning. they traded for him. so
2: they, uh, uh, they
0: let they let Casario fleece them. Mm-hmm. Like they gave they mortgaged the future for this kid. And I mean that literally like they mm-hmm. have nothing left in draft stock They have to earn it back from trading away guys. Yep, And here's the thing If you had any inkling Like what was going on Or you cared You never would have made that trade Never nope, Exactly. The legal system that took its place but Because Baker Mathieu wasn't going to show up And here's the thing You were already planning on At least internally planning on Looking at Jacobi Busset mm-hmm. Like if you're ready to ride with him Why do you make that trade? Because you think someone else is gonna do it instead of you, who was gonna? Who? I don't remember hearing that, I don't remember having the Texans having a lot of like. I don't remember people calling, considering the beating down his door saying, "I want your quarterback."
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't recall that either. So and and yeah. let's also note that there's there's one of the of, there were 24 accusers, 23 of them have been settled with. And one of them has not yet taken a settlement because I won't. Uh, well, the name's everywhere, but I won't say the name just because. Um, but the name's everywhere, everywhere anyway. Uh, she says she's rejected all settlement offers because they have not included any sincere acknowledgment of remorse and wrongdoings, nor have they
0: included any promise of a rehabilitative treatment. She could have taken this thing the whole way. Mm-hmm. And what happens so- then? Yeah, he gets screwed. Like this could, this could really come back to bite the bite the Browns in the rear end.
1: Frankly, I hope it does. I just I hope it comes back to bite everyone involved in in the bite. And do I expect it'll change anything long term? Absolutely not. But I think they deserve it.
0: Let me also point out that Jimmy has, at the time he took over the Browns. The diehard Steelers fantasy ticket holder. You literally witnessed the most stable organization in professional sports. And you walked into Cleveland and somehow, like so, and somewhere down the line, he had to be told this was happening. You had to be sanctioned himself. Like
2: mm-hmm.
0: really? Y- you you watched Mr. Rooney do things for ages. And they they the Steelers are the model organization that everyone should be trying to emulate in every way possible. When have the Steelers ever been bad in our lifetime? Never. No. Nope. No, no they they they've been mediocre at points, but never bad. Right. That's the thing. They might be have the never bad. Mm-hmm. Be them. Don't make stupid decisions. Yep. I will say it again. I will quote Mike <sighs> Florio when doing it. Dysfunctional organizations do dysfunctional things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You might have had a couple moderately successful seasons but to me you're still the butt end of every joke in the NFL so especially,
0: can... if, especially if Dan Campbell uh, rears the Lions and they're doing something
1: mm-hmm. yep man at least the Lions uh, seem to show that they care I don't the
0: Browns it's, rarely ever see it's, it. It. it's not possible not to care I mean like <laughs> come on not up there, not with Campbell. He's nuts. Mm-hmm. But I think he's a really good coach. So, like, I'm going to take a major, major jumping point here. We'll get to there. We'll get to the uh, – we'll, we'll get there. Uh, but let's talk football. So in addition to the bombshell that was the Deshaun Watson, uh, not verdict, but announcement, there was something that I never thought I would say this. Something Dana White said mm-hmm. That made headlines in the NFL And again I never thought I would say that sentence In my life <laughs> Mostly because I don't like Dana White or the UFC But He says And Gronk Basically confirmed this That he had a deal Brokered to bring Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski To the, to the Las Vegas Raiders in spring 2020, at the very last second, John Gruden killed the deal saying he didn't want him, but he didn't want them. Now, Gronk said, like I said, this happens. And there's another kind of backhand confirmation here. I think it was last year, Tom Brady was on LeBron James' show the shop. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about his free agency. And he said, there was a team that was really interested. Like the last minute, they weren't. And Brady wouldn't like, you're sticking with that guy. Now Brady didn't say guy. He said another word. I can't believe on radio.
2: Mm-hmm. But,
0: he said that, and a lot of people thought he was talking about Tua and Miami, That may have been Derek Carr. <laughs> <laughs> so, knowing this, having this bombshell come out, what what, what do you think about all this? Because I'm still to about my head around it as I speak. One, it's it's very
1: weird to think about, uh, but the first thing that makes me wonder is, why exactly did Dana White have any part in it? Like... Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, apparently they're all friends, which is fine. I'm not saying one can't be friends, but but what exactly? Like, surely Dana White didn't just go there and go, "Oh yeah, the goodness of my heart. I'm going to propose an idea to you." Like, surely he thought he had something to gain from it. Uh, What I. Don't know for sure,
0: other than potential monetary value. Well, uh, here's the thing: doesn't uh, don't UFC fights occur around the country? They're not always in Vegas. I believe so. So right. So the first thing you think of is well, maybe wants Vegas to do well. Well, if they're getting the like that was the first season the Raiders were there when they built the stadium, mm-hmm. right? Like that was the <clears> opening <throat> of, of Allegiant Stadium. So I guess the thought process was like, well, we got a new stadium opening, we can do all this. We all thought it'd be 14 days and we'd be pretty well past uh, the virus. So we're still on track to play a full season with full crowds. So I guess at that point it was like, well, okay, uh, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's get people really excited about the Las Vegas Raiders and let's make sure Vegas is even more of a sports town than it already is. That's one thing. And even then like, was Dana White it? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Because like, Oh, I have people who are going to buy regular season tickets. I like, can dupe and go into, U- into, U- into a UFC fight, and they're probably going to probably going to go anyway. If you to afford season tickets in the NFL, you can probably afford to go to a UFC fight. Just saying. Mm-hmm. You probably want to as well. Although I might have to question you for that. I have to question you if you have too many concussions. <laughs> That's the thing entirely.
2: I've
1: I've always had some some borderline interest in in UFC, but I've never once wanted to pay for a pay per view. If I ever see anything, I will watch a YouTube video and be like, "All right, cool. I saw this in five minutes when I could have paid eighty dollars or something.
0: Great." <laughs> see, that's the thing. Like for pay per view of the fight, that fight could be over in thirty seconds, mm-hmm. and you just paid over hundred bucks for it. Like I paid over hundred bucks for thirty seconds. What? Like yep. that? That doesn't. Yeah. That doesn't add up. That's. I mean, literally a lot of. I'm not going to do the math. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of money it, for a
1: second. It's it's really like. Uh, well, not to get on too much of a tangent. I respect the craft. Having done oh, pa- yeah. having done the craft, uh, albeit nowhere near the level of these guys. Uh, I respect it. It's fun. It is fun to see. But yeah, uh, yeah. I if I want to if I want to partake in it, I'll watch a YouTube video like two days later of the fight. Like, I want to see the kick that, that just happened, that uh, the welterweight title. I want to see that kick actually happen. All I've seen is a photo. I'm like, ooh, that's got a hurt. But I want to see the actual hit. I, Man, I can respect dis- uh, that. But, yeah. But I, I I would never actually pay for a pay-per-view. I don't think I ever... Nope, I have never paid for a
0: pay-per-view. I, I certainly haven't and certainly don't plan to. <laughs> don't I plan on chipping in for pay-per-view. <laughs> Like yeah, I could cover my end of like the thirty seconds, but I'd rather not. Okay, let's get back to football. What I, I cut you off there? Yeah. But th- this this is really weird, isn't it? It's like, like what? What if I mean you had to you had to trade Derek Carr, right? Like, was he up for a contract extension at that point? I don't recall. Have... Okay, I have a hard time believing you just released him. Like you want something for him, mm-hmm. especially if you're going to give the Patriots a compensatory draft pick anyway for losing him, for losing Brady. So like, in one, I don't know. It's really crazy. But the thing that I I wonder is why Gruden wanted Carr over Brady. Because yes, Derek Carr is a like good quarterback. They ain't Tom Brady.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we know Gruden's insane, so. (laughs) Okay, fair. But but honestly, I don't know. I I can't think of a logical reason why why I can't really think of one other than age. And even then, we kind of.
0: No, that hasn't been a factor for him really <laughs> no, ever. <laughs> no, no. He, 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 here's the thing, though. By all accounts, Tom Brady and John Gruden, I think they would have worked really well together. And I say this based on a few things I've heard, particularly Mike Florio talk about, uh, on Pro Football talk about, Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. We know Tom Brady came, is, is the workaholic, 25-8 kind of guy, right? Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick is like that, right? Yep. Does Bruce Arians strike you as a guy that's like that? Bru- Bruce- oh, Bruce Arians? Yeah. Sorry. I, uh, hmm. The oh, answer wow. is the answer is no. <laughs> like Arians wasn't grinding a ho- like as much as Brady really liked. Gruden gets in there and Gruden grinds, okay? He might be a little bit off his rocker, but John Gruden does his homework, okay? Having someone like that, I think it really would have worked well and it would have been a different voice than Belichick. Would have been an offensive guy. Gruden is an offensive mastermind. He's a grinder, and he's just a little bit off-kilter to where it still makes it interesting. (laughs) I think Fail. I think had like, honestly, John Gruden and Tom Brady would have been a really fun pairing to watch. And if he had to leave, I'm kind of disappointed it wasn't still uh, it wasn't there now because I really wanted to see that. Now, let's say the same thing happens to Gruden and he gets fired because of what happened in Washington and the, and the Raiders still hire Josh McDaniels. Imagine being a Patriots fan where the heir apparent to Belichick, or at least who you thought was your apparent to Belichick, goes to the Raiders and he has your former quarterback. <laughs> oh
1: boy. That'd be that'd basically be a
0: wing, a guaranteed wing in in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And Raiders' uh, CEOs would skyrocket, but everyone leaving New England and going, instead of going to Tampa, they'd go to Vegas. That's what it was. It was get people to come into Vegas and New England. They looked at all the JetBlue fights and they're like, yeah, there's not enough people coming out here. We need to fix this. (laughs) Hey, can we get Brady and Gronk out here? Okay, sweet. Let's do it. It just it, it's wild. I remember I saw that and I'm like what yeah like d- did I just read what I thought I read like what the hell is Dana white even doing an NFL deal like what <laughs> like, and, and it's funny it's a uh, is is
1: Gronk even says that uh, oh oh sorry uh, Dana. It says he's like Brady was already looking at houses and mm-hmm. and 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 we won't even show Gronk was coming you know coming back and all of this and he's like but I wasn't even going to tell this story until Gronk decided to mention it so I was like okay fine
0: <laughs> like, right like if if he just said it I would have been like okay but because Gronk brought him onto it and then confirmed him and said that's exactly what happened. That that's a confirmation if he asked me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What a wild inner. Now I'd just like. Now I'd, I'd like just like to hear Brady's.
1: Uh, he I don't know if I can't imagine he might say anything about it at all, and I probably won't unless. He was someone... too busy
0: being asked where he was the last ten days.
1: Yeah, but I I I'd, I'd
0: like I'd I'd like to hear Brady's. St- I would just like to hear what he has to say about it. Can we get him I... back in the shop so we can so we can <laughs> speak his mind again? That's an HBO <laughs> show, too, so no, no censorship. Mm-hmm. I want to hear him call people MFers again. <laughs> nothing's nothing's funnier than seeing a, an athlete that is not known for... like Because he was stuck in New England didn't say hardly anything, cussed like a storm censor. Nothing's funnier than that. <laughs> like, he, like, he'll put a sailor to shame. Yep. I wonder how many curse words you said over the past 11 days if you were stuck in this family. <laughs> I mean, okay, what the freak am I doing here now? Also, apparently, let
1: me see. Apparently, it was a prearranged break from training camp.
0: Yes. Yeah. And it, 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 I wasn't going to go into this, but let's do it. Let's, let's go down the rabbit hole because, it's funny. There was some, There was a... I think it was a Reddit or TikTok uh, theory, which say like all you need to know, really. Uh, but that he was going to be on The mass Singer, and that's why he was away for 10 days. Mm-hmm. As part of his partnership with Fox, it, it, there's a problem with that. He ain't in the booth yet, and they have a team in the booth, and they have a Super Bowl this year. They want to promote those guys, not the guy they're going to have later on. Yep. Although I although ten bucks says if the Bucks aren't in the Super Bowl, Ray's working that game. <laughs> Even if it's just a, a pregame hit, he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Of course, he'll be like he'll be incredibly pissed off. He's not in that game because he'll view it as a failure. But he's also getting paid a lot of money to do it. So yeah. Mm. It, the other theory, this kind of—it wasn't even theory. It was a report today, but it was a trip to the Bahamas, an exclusive resort, and I question that for this reason. Yes, American football isn't as popular as other as other sports around the world, but what are the odds that no one there knows who he is? Or
1: Giselle, even? G-
0: yes, or Giselle, who, by the way, is worth more than Tommy is, mm-hmm. and is more famous. So it's like, what are the odds that no one goes? That's Tom Brady. That's so. Yep, and it snaps like, a photo or something. Right. Like what are the odds of that? Even if it is an exclusive resort. Something's got to get out. Mhm. And I'm not saying it wasn't, but I just I question that. Because yeah. it's like, well, like what are the odds? Like come on. Let's let's think about this for a second. You can only cover you can only uh hold things back for so for so much and for so long. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. They were down there for like ten days, unless you stayed in your room the whole time. Yeah. And or you gotta. Even then, you gotta walk to the check-in counter. Or there's some very strict,
1: essentially NDAs going on, which would. I, don't, I
0: have no idea that's, how much I believe that. That's by, some <laughs> uh, that's some shady stuff going on there. If you, if you're <laughs> right. Talking about an NDA, right? It's so like you can't tell them that that. Uh, yeah, totally. Like the, Brady, the, the quarterback up. is here. Yes. when I'm using my name, he's just the quarterback. Like the goats here. No, 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 no. Just, just, just the quarterback. It could be Ben Roethlisberger. okay? You don't know that.
2: <clears throat>
0: <sighs> Alright, so while Tom was taking his sabbatical from whatever it was he was trying to get away from, or honoring a prior commitment, there were games played over the weekend including the Patriots playing and beating the Carolina Panthers. I forgot the score. I watched the <laughs> game and I forgot the score of the game. Uh, not as important on this preseason, no one cares, but I watched the game and I have a few thoughts I'd like to get into. Number one is I really, really, really like Bailey Zappi. <laughs> like I want this kid to be the backup. I don't. I'm not a big Brian Hoyer fan. I respect what he brings to the football team, but to me, Zappi should be the guy behind Mac Jones. I think he can handle it. I really do. And here's the thing: if you're if you're talking about a new offense with uh, how Patricia does things, the impact Hoyer has goes down a little bit. Max in mm-hmm. his second year now, where everyone's loading a new offense, don't have to worry about him. Like, hey, I know how to do this, kid. It's Hey, we can both learn together.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it brings the quarterback room down to, you know, minuscule instead of like average because Hoyer's old and Mac isn't. So. Yep. <laughs> once that's on that the Patriots quarterback room was that young.
2: <sighs> mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like 2001. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I really think Zappi should be the guy behind Mac Jones, and I know it. I, I, I'm preparing for the fact that it won't be. He's probably destined for a practice squad, which means someone else can take him, but I really, truly hope he isn't. I truly hope they cut Hoyer. I truly do. With everything I can possibly muster in me, I hope they cut Hoyer. And I'm not one for like, oh, I hope you're gone. I, I'm not that kind of guy, but I really hope Zappi stays around. I
1: wouldn't be, I wouldn't be sad. I mean, all, all I would be is, you know, he did what he, what, he did what he need, was need. you know, what he, what they needed him to do, and I'll never have any ill ill
0: feelings towards him. Oh, no, no. That's that's all I, yeah, I mean. Second point. I think Devin Asiasi, I don't know if he made the team on Friday night, but he helped himself a lot. I, I, it seemed like every time you look up, he was, his name was being called. It was – he ran some decent – he ran some good routes. He made some good catches. He did – I think he helped himself. I think he put himself in a position to maybe be that tight end three behind Janu and Hunter Henry. I really do think he helped himself there. That's what uh, – based on the, um,
1: the roster projection 1.0 from whatever guy – well, Gal wrote it on the Patriots website that I read this morning. That's basically what they had said: is that he, he's pretty much, at least has should have locked himself a number three spot.
0: Well deserved. I'll tell you who else I think helped himself. I I think he, I think he probably made the team on this Friday night, and that's little Jordan Humphrey. my guy balled out. Like, yeah. Was he the one I said that had a fumble? It was that was that I can't recall. I can't either. But uh, but I, I little Jordan Humphrey made a good special teams play. He got down the line. It was a punt, and it was going into the end zone. He got he he uh, basically had the ball back into the field of play from going in, from mm-hmm. going over the goal line. Oh yeah, I saw like that video. Too. That was a really good play. I think that's the moment where you go, okay, keep mm-hmm. him around. Yeah. Like, like he, we, Bill came up as special teams coach starting off, uh, special teams assistant starting off with Baltimore Colts, right? He appreciates that part of the game. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I have a hard time believing that won't be uh, made into a fact when it comes to cutting this roster down. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the only fumble from that game was Marcus Jones. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. No, I was talking to you about Zappy having an interception. That's what it was.
1: Oh yeah, that's, that's right. The, and that yeah. one was just a really well that's really well read one, too.
0: That's and yeah.
1: that was and, and and that was a USFL signing. Yes. And so was uh the man who got a kick return and a punt return touchdown for the Dallas Cowboys.
0: MVP of the league too. Mm-hmm. Them, the USFO
1: He made the team. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, if he didn't we they we will riot. I will riot for the Cowboys
2: if <laughs> if they if
1: they Cow don't Cowboys fans are good at doing that anyway. They don't they don't need your help. <laughs> well, I, I would, would, would happily help them for that for that <laughs> cause. Because
0: that man deserves <laughs> to be in the league. I think it also proves how important the USFL is going to be mean for the NFL.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like if they if they remain stable. And they can get through next year playing in home markets. That could be your developmental big the NFL has been needed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like that could be it. And then I hate this uh, on the Panthers side. Matt Corral, the uh, Panthers draft pick out of Ole Miss, suffered a apparently season-ending injury in that game. Oh, I did not see that. Yes, I forgot what type of injury was, but I believe it's season-ending. If not, it's very close to it. Uh, so, yeah, I hate it for him. He was a, He's a good player coming out of uh, Ole oh. Miss. He can sling it really good, but just...
1: Ooh. Yeah, it says sidelined long-term with torn ligament in foot.
0: Yeah, that's not going to work. Oh, yeah, that, Matt Rule says
1: it's a significant flank ligament tail, which is what uh, Cam Newton suffered.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah, that's... Uh, what is it about Panthers quarterbacks getting injured with that injury? <laughs> yeah.
2: Oof. You
1: hate to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. There's a – There's a. Uh, they, they cite a, a study in the American Journal of Sports Medicine. and it, They determined that players with lesfank injuries treated without surgery missed an average of 6.2 months, and those who did go undergo surgery missed an average of, of 11.6 months.
0: So he's The he's math done. does not work out. He's done. He's done. He's <laughs> done. He's mm-hmm. done. I hate it for him. I've really a video. They have a good backup in well, third string PJ Tucker. He came from the uh I think he came from the AF, didn't he? The AF. Uh oh, the XFL. XFL that's
1: what
0: oh, it was. PJ Walker. PJ Walker, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about a baseball player named PJ Tucker. Hmm. Uh PJ Walker came from the XFL. Uh but that's another thing too. The XFL starting up next spring. Gag. <clears throat> uh but I mean I mean, they they just named Baker the starter today. Like, yeah. Oh, shocker! So, this no is my shocked around. face. You
1: can't see it, but you know what it looks like.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Send me a picture of that, and I'll make that this uh, ep- this episode's uh, thumbnail. <laughs> Beloved love of God, please do that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it just. No no shocker there that Baker's named the starters, so not really a major deal for losing Matt Corral, but still hate it for him. Yeah. But, you know, here's the thing I thought was interesting. The Panthers didn't even play their starters or their backups. Like, it was only third and fourth string guys. Yeah. So I'm like, the Patriots should beat them. <laughs> and I left to go catch a train. I'm not going to get into that right now because no one cares. Uh, but I missed a good chunk of the first quarter. And I came in, like, on the last drive Mac Jones had. And I saw the Panthers just score a field goal. I'm like, damn, I wanted to keep a shot. I was like, they're not playing their starters. We shouldn't be giving up anything to them. That's the first thing I said to my dad when I walked back in the house, like, damn, because he had the game on. (laughs) Uh, I was like, damn it. We gave up a field goal. Not happy was I. I mean, you you did not watch the game live, but I seen you caught highlights. Yeah, what'd you think? It it seemed pretty. Uh,
1: it seemed like well, the defense seems like they know what they're doing. Uh, I think I, I don't think we'll have to worry about them much. Um, I mean, offense still has a little bit going on because you know, as you said, they did struggle. I think they went what did they go two or three three and outs. I I, like I said I missed it. I think it was two th- I, was
0: I
2: think it was,
1: watching. I think it was two three outs, and then there was the touchdown drive with that 45 yard bomb to Aguilar. Um and that was Mac Jones's last last uh, series of the of the night. But either way, they they had a, a rough start coming off, but then Mac found his rhythm and the rest of them found their rhythm. And then Zappy went in and was like I'm going to do it. Okay, cool. Let's go. I mean, he was 16 to 25. That's not that's not the shit. Uh nothing to uh, uh to laugh at. And a really really well-read interception uh by uh, by that corner.
0: <laughs> right. And like, I mean, it, you just read the ball well and you can't you can't really blame Zappi for not trying to make that throw. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Also, it appears Patricia is the play caller. So, Makes sense make sense to me. That what you will. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone was really going to be surprised by that either. I, I, I certainly <clears throat> wasn't. I thought it was going to be him the whole time. I really couldn't see Joe Judge doing that. And reminder, in case you're freaking out by that, that Patricia just began his career in the ring as an offensive assistant. Before we switch over to defense, just like Daniel <clears throat> said the other way around. So I was on the defensive side. Moved over to offense. It's not uncommon when going to do that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know about everywhere else, but I know for damn sure it happened in the England before. Yep. All right, so merging our two last topics together, the Patriots <clears> and the Raiders <throat> will get together for joint practices and then a preseason game this weekend in Vegas. What do you want to see from that? Obviously, this is the last one before big season starts, so you got to make mm-hmm. it count.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the one where we expect all the starters to play. Um, so, you know, we – we we need to see that they they've shaken off all the rust um especially considering all the reports going oh the pa- patriots offense is struggling in practice blah 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 um so you know we got to we we've got to see that they're at least firing on most of the cylinders uh preferably all but at least at least 75% of
0: them and I'll be satisfied mm mm-hmm. I just give me something to build on in the, like the, in the, like the 10 days before Miami. <clears throat> yeah, I just give me something to do exactly. yeah, I mean that that's pretty much the same thing for me is <clears throat> that I, I want to see how uh, how this offense continues to grow, especially if they decide the Patricia being the play caller. so it's like, okay, you get to put a game plan together you get to do all that you get to you know I want to see it. And I want to see it against a team against the guy that knows you, right? Like this is the week they all game plan for. Like there's an actual game plan going on here. Mhm. uh McDaniel's is hunkering down. He's getting his stuff in, and he knows all these guys, <clears throat> and they know him. This could be the most intriguing preseason game of the whole week. <clears throat> and thing is, they're gonna do it again in December in this exact same building. Yep. <laughs> I, I still don't know why they put him here in preseason, and, and then again, I, I don't know why. Th- if one me. of those two was being played in Gillette, I'd have no problem, but having both in Vegas, that's weird. We should mention uh, two moves, pay, the paint. well, one move the Patriots made, one move they might be making. They have released Dalton Keene, who was in that <laughs> same draft class as Devin Ossi-Ossi, uh when they were really addressing the tight end's position, so... Nothing to say that except for hope he gets picked up somewhere else. I don't know that he will, but I hope so because, well, he deserves a, deserves a second chance. Nothing mm-hmm. else you can want to say to that. I'm not surprised he got cut, but you always root for those guys to get a second chance in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And then this came out today that the apparent the, the, the Patriots are shopping Isaiah Wynn. Yeah. So that would save them about ten point four million dollars on the cap. It will take them to about sixteen million dollars. Or, and change uh, uh, under the cap, it will put them right dead even in middle middle of the league. So, what before we move on here to like other stuff <clears> in the <throat> NFL? What what what's your thoughts on when being shopped around? I mean,
1: it, they must think they can get something out of him. Although you know, if, and they must not believe that. The ten million dollars he's owed is is something they can handle. So, um, I, I don't think I certainly don't think it's anything regarding his performance because he's not done poorly. Um, but you know, sometimes that money just gets you. And as we've seen with New England, if you owed money, chances are you might not stick around for much longer.
0: Just just how it is in New England because right, they think hey, we've we've got someone who can do that who can do what you do and we can pay them less money. Mm-hmm. Like we don't need you. The machine rolls on regardless. Ask twelve that.
1: Uh-huh. Cause didn't cause
0: doesn't Yadnik just? isn't he right behind him on the depth chart? I think so. And that I forgot about that, but that made me salivate like, we have a, a WVU player starting with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Like but, even if it's an offensive lineman sure but man that could be um, <laughs> cuz i mean fun yeah it's like and he'll be
1: starting uh, at that point you know cuz uh, effectively he owned it the, uh, you know last year it was a was just shifting everyone around and see what happens yeah. right like th- they were quite literally experimenting on basically all
0: fronts uh at that point and still somehow max it up right enough to throw, to throw a bunch of touchdowns. You know, you did get beat up a lot. Yeah. I heard you yawning. I don't care how hard you got today. Stick, stay with we're, we're finishing this man. <laughs> All right. So, uh, continuing our NF, uh, NFL <clears throat> division preview, we're, we're working our way east. So we did the NFC South last week. We'll do the AFC South now. So I don't have—I don't have to ask this question, but I'm going to. This is between the Colts and the Titans, isn't it? Like that's—that's that's just basically a two-team race.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I, I don't really see it going anywhere else. I, I don't either. So like, let's oh, go ahead. Yeah, I would say. Uh, pro- I'm going to say. Mm- well, obviously, it's Jacksonville fighting in and, in and Houston fighting for third. It's pretty much what's going on. Um
0: I just can't fight for fourth anymore. Nope. <laughs> Not since the offense got caught. <laughs> Thanks, Miami, for ruining the art of tanking.
2: <laughs>
1: Not even gonna lie, I, I I I just hope the Jaguars just keep crashing, just keep. I don't I don't really care. I don't care for Trevor Lawrence
0: and I'm not gonna be sold on him. Fair. <laughs> so we've been kind of switching up our games in terms of like like what I'm asking in this division, in division. This is what I thought of. Best case, worst case scenario for all these teams in the AFC South. Hmm. Ready? Best case scenario <clears throat> Indianapolis Colts. The Colts. Click them. Remember, Matt Ryan's there now.
1: Yep, and so yeah, it's they, and were,
0: they were what? They were nine and eight, and they
1: they just missed out on an on a a playoff
0: spot. If they beaten the Jaguars, they have yep. been in. Yep. They lost in Jacksonville like the third straight year. Yeah. Inexplicably, and you know it's
1: it, it it came back to the to the same story. All season that Carson Wentz was fine until he wasn't, and a lot of it was on him. I mean, he wasn't the only one, of course. It's a team game, but a lot of the mistakes were mistakes that he himself made. Right, him mm-hmm. making dumb decisions or, or butterfing the ball or anything like that. And Matt Ryan's not a guy that does that.
0: No, he's not. He's, he's he deficient. doesn't.
1: Um, so. Uh, at this point, I would be shocked if they do not improve. Absolutely shocked if they if they do not improve on nine and eight and and make it to the playoffs.
0: I, I would I, I I agree, and here's the thing about Carson: like, like people looked his his numbers went bad, but it was when he made a um, yeah it was when mad he made them when he made the mistake that was bad.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like yeah, he only threw like eight interceptions, but like six of those were in the last two minutes of the game or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Like when he needed to be perfect, he wasn't. Exactly, that's the problem. And that's why he's in Washington now. And when's the <laughs> last time Matt Ryan had a had a good running game? <sighs> he went to the a Bowl with it, probably. Yeah, that's <laughs> he, probably he, better. He's it. got Jonathan Taylor. He's got T. Y. Hilton. He's got a pretty good offensive line, good defense. That's a pretty good team. Hmm. So what's the best case scenario for the Colts? I, unless uh, you have to yeah. give me a record, just yeah, the, the I, I, card, division winner, whatever, whatever uh, you want to say.
1: I think I think they can fight for the division. Uh, I, I I'm gonna say they make a play, They make the playoffs. Um, they, I don't know. I think they could make it out of the the wild card if they make a wild card spot. Uh, obviously, if they win the division, then you know probably don't gotta worry about that. Well, uh, no. Well, oh, technically that's right, because of the new playoffs only one bye. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, still getting used to that one. The point is, I th- I think they can make it past the wild card, but I don't. I don't think they could make it further.
0: No for a championship so, uh, game.
1: No, no. I I think making it out of the wild card is best case.
0: Okay, fair. What's um, worst case.
1: Worst case scenario. They just crash about... Uh, uh, but, but obviously, that's the worst case for everybody. So really, the worst case, I think, is... Um, I, I'd i say worst case is, is, is sticking at where they were last season, 9 and 8. Because then you're just like... That, that pretty much just shows that you had more problems than than originally thought uh, and not improving sometimes is almost worse than getting worse
0: <laughs> I, I agree with that for me I, I, I think the low end the low worst case is, 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 is the same but I think the high end or the, uh, the best case I think this team if everything goes right They can make the conference championship game because I think Jonathan Taylor can carry them. I really do. I'm not like, I just think that, like, he's this is basically like the Titans and Colts are built the same way, Mm -hmm. like, it's running game first. Derek Henry can carry the Titans so far. Matt Ryan is better than Ryan Tannehill. And because Matt Ryan is better than Ryan Tannehill, the Colts can go farther because, mm-hmm. because the passing game will open things up for Taylor if Taylor opens up. I think the offense can be a more fluid machine and the defense is pretty good. I, I, I really think the Colts can be. A, I'm not saying they will. That to me is the best case scenario. They could be playing for a conference championship game. I truly believe that. I'd say that's fail. All right. Let's turn around to Tennessee. I'll go first this time. For me, <clears throat> the Titans again. Best case scenario is they ride Derrick Henry to a Super Bowl, and because and but again, Tannehill gets in the way, and I mean that as nice as I can. Like he's a good professional quarterback, mm-hmm. but he's not. He's not. He's not a game changer. He's a game manager, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. But if you're gonna trade AJ Brown, you need a game changer at quarterback. And you don't have one. And the defense last year in Tennessee was not uh, was not where uh, was not where they needed to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the problem. That 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 that's that's the problem. Low a low end scenario is either Tannehill is is Derrick Henry gets hurt. Bad things happen. The 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 whole thing just falls apart. Mm-hmm. That's the low case scenario. Yeah. Because I mean they, let's see, they've got
1: Tannehill, right? And then they got Logan Woodside and they got Malik Willis. And, and, and so something happens to Tannehill. Who know? Like, I can't say they're better off if they have either the other two. So and, and we've already established that Tannehill doesn't doesn't do much special, mostly because he doesn't have to, but also I'm not entirely totally sure he's capable. Uh but Let's Derek not give him the keys to the Ferrari
2: right. just yet. Exactly. Okay? He's not De- there yet.
1: Derek- he's good, but he's not there yet. Derek Henry is the star of that offense, and he's coming off of an injury still. Yes, he played in, uh, in the playoffs, but they were one and done in the playoffs, were they
0: not? Yes, they lost to the yes. Bengals, and again, they should have won. Mm-hmm. I mean, my God, you sacked Joe Burrow nine times. You should win a football game. Exactly. Quarterback nine times.
1: So relying on Derrick Henry isn't a formula that
0: should be. It, it shouldn't. But, he, but he's but, perfectly but, capable. But, but but they also got the number one seed in the AFC last year, in part relying on him. Yes. So uh, it can get you things, but it may not get you the thing. Mm-hmm. That's and, the thing. The and they got thing a lot. Robert mm-hmm. Woods who was also
1: off of an injury if i recall correctly and
0: they traded AJ Brown
1: and they traded away AJ Brown and let's see who else is in their in the wide receiver core uh, Nick Westbrook Akiné i'm going to i imagine if i if i botched that i'm going to it looks like it should be Akiné but if i botched it i'll i'll figure it out i'll figure it out uh, there's Des Fitzpatrick Kyle Phillips Cody Hollister well, That's a name we know hey. And, and Mason, Mason Kinsey Is Jacob uh, still in Seattle? I have no idea Uh, Racy McMath And Reggie Robertson Jr. I don't know any I, of these I, names I
0: feel like I've heard Reggie Robertson Jr. before I feel like I've heard um,
1: that name somewhere They've got Austin Hooper as a tight end They've got, Austin Hooper They've got Jeff Swaim uh, Chigozum Okonkwo and Tommy Hudson in the t- in the tight end, and let's see on defense who they got. They still got David Long. They got Harold Landry. Bud Dupree.
0: Is that our David Long? Yeah, yeah. They that still is got our David. David Long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think. Uh, yeah, he's he's still there. Remember there was um, like two David Longs in the same game. They were like one on both yeah, sides of the ball. It yeah, like weird. And they got Amani
1: hucko and Kevin Byard. And and is it Bird or Byard? I think it's Biod. It's B Y A R D.
0: But okay, yeah. Yeah. I am not looking at Titan's roster, yeah. so and then you know.
1: Christian Fulton. I feel like I have a call Fulton, but um, so you know, they've got some name they've got some guys who can make plays on the defense. We know that. Um, there's a reason why Kevin Biod is one of the one of, if not the highest paid safety. I can't quite remember, but he's up there in terms of <laughs> payroll. Um, and I think he's also part of the NFL top one hundred. Is one of the highest ranked safeties. Yeah, we all know that, does, that doesn't mean a whole whole lot a lot of times, but still, that's the players voting, so they that means something. A little, uh, but I mean the offense. Nothing screams at me the offense going. Oh yeah, these are guys that that are going to do a whole lot, right? It's going to be give the ball to Derrick Henry fifty times a game. Can, if it works, it works. Derrick Henry is a monster. <laughs> we know that, Um but. What happens if you welcome him too hard and he inches himself again? Now you've got Dontrell Hilliard. And I don't know anything about him. Let's see, what's his stats? Uh he's got well, that's per the previous game, sorry. He's got like 350 yards. No, 450 yards in his career.
0: Oh, how many carries? 78. Okay, that's not bad. Not,
1: not horrible. He's he's so he, he you know, he's got a little bit of a track record. Um, but I can't imagine it was that heavy of a workload. No, um and to be
0: fair, if you're playing behind twenty 20- 28 or 22, whatever Henry's name is, the number is, you're not getting a whole lot. Exactly. And you shouldn't. So, (laughs) well, actually, there's no argument to say you should, but, yeah. We've just been outlying that, like, come on, look, pay attention. Mm Mm-hmm. So, there's... There's
1: not anything on this depth chart here that screams that the Titans have gotten better on paper, whereas... There's a clear they've gotten better on paper with the Colts now paper is paper that don't <laughs> that won't mean anything once the games are being played but there's there's some hints at least plus we know Matt Ryan knows what
0: he's doing
2: mm-hmm.
0: all right let's move on here to the Houston Texans best case scenario worst case scenario Houston Texans
1: uh, best case scenario third in the conference or in the division conference Uh, yeah third in the division oh yeah third in the conference i might as well just run away because i don't know what's going on (laughs) uh no literally i i don't see them doing very well either i mean they went if they were four and 13 last year um can they get back there uh probably probably they probably aren't Doing much better than that. Uh, Five and twelve this
0: year. We got up one game better <laughs> than we were last year.
1: <laughs> um,
0: it. I mean,
1: really, they it, It's just them fighting for that third spot because they're, they're not. Then I. They're not making the playoffs. Like maybe best case scenario, they pick up two more wins, so six and eleven. But I don't see them doing anything
0: m- at all imp- uh, impressive this year. God, I wish I had. Uh- uh, sound of Norfolk and Western 611's whistle. I could play that every time someone says 611. <laughs> God, I wish I had that sound <laughs> I've never recorded this engine under Steam before, so I don't have any of my own. I'd have to go get someone else. Then I'm not about to do that for this podcast. <laughs> <sighs> I gotta I got go to freaking Strasburg, Pennsylvania now to get it because Norfolk Southern won't let them run on their tracks without pulling it. So, <sighs> anyway. Train joke aside, only a few like <laughs> me, I, like, I would laugh at that. I would think like, it's hilarious. But everyone else be like, Why is he doing that? <laughs> but yeah, I, I can kind of agree with that. And then, worst case would be the bottom falls out. Yeah. Exactly, the worst case for everything, the bottom falls out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, the bottom is pretty close for Houston at this point. True. So Don't take a whole it's, lot. It's a pretty easy ball to reach. Fair. Best case for me for Houston is Davis Mills proves that he is the guy and they don't need to go get a quarterback in next year's draft. That's the best case scenario. And yeah, that may mean you pick up two or three more wins. It also might not because there might be something they look at like, yeah, the rest team around him is garbage, but he's good mm-hmm. because I look, he was the first quarterback in NFL history as a rookie, to put up 300 yards on a Bill Belichick coach defense, the kid obviously has something to work with. Yeah. So, maybe he's going to get a shot. He's going to get a shot, and I'm rooting for him. Worst case scenario is he uh, is he does not prove to be the guy, and they have to go looking for a for a uh, draft pick for a quarterback in next year's draft. <clears> there <throat> shouldn't be a problem because they have all the uh, Browns' future. So they can do whatever they want in next year's draft. And now for the lowly Jaguars. Darren, I'm going to ask you to be nice <laughs> when, you can, when you say this, okay? Right? Be uh, nice. We play nice in this podcast. <laughs> Sometimes. But what uh, is best case scenario for me is that uh, Doug Peterson stabilizes the culture in Jacksonville and just builds a foundation for next year. Like, that's really all you want now. Mm-hmm. If you want Trevor Lawrence to have a true professional environment, each Travis Etienne gets back in the fold, gets experience in the NFL playing, uh, gets a chance to – the offense gets a chance to build something they have, uh, that walk kid out of Georgia, who they drafted number one, maybe develop a pass a little bit more, and everything gets to be in a more NFL environment. And the worst-case scenario is none of that happens. <laughs> like there's, like there's nothing really. Like the Jaguars were so dysfunctional last year. There's no real like. What's the risk thing? Like yeah, Urban Meyer was back up again. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like what? Like what? What can go bad? There's,
2: yeah.
1: there's nowhere to go but up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you really can't get much worse. And I would argue that even if they went on uh, winless, it still might be better than the scenario situation they were in last season. Uh, so I mean, really, it it is pretty hard to get. In a worse situation than what they were Dealing with last season Um So I mean Pretty much seriously that could be the worst Thing is if somehow Urban Meyer showed back up (laughs) Well here's the
0: thing here's the thing about that Uh he's working for Fox Now and Uh well, th- there may or may not be a game down there. Which I know for a that they get Now, here's the thing Fox has the Big Ten. So I have the SEC, does not have the ACC. But there's just a chance something happens. Like, Jacksonville ain't that far from Gainesville. <laughs> so if he goes down there with something for Florida and happens to move on over to Jacksonville, well, he tried. <laughs> just hide the kickers, okay? Hide the Kickers, yeah. Uh,
1: w- what's your name? Uh, let's see, Ryan Santoso, that's the place Kicker right now on the
0: uh, – hide your kids and hide your wife if
1: uh, if uh, Urban Meyer comes to town.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, honey, like, just, honey, get in the shelter now. What happened? What what happened? Urban Meyer's in town. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone down from the basement right now. <laughs> oh. oh.
1: Me me that that's a that's a that's a feature film waiting to happen.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Somebody put that on, on the box big studios <laughs> The place kicker kicko, kick-o. <laughs> no,
0: no, no 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 just the kicker just the kicker the uh... just the double just the kicker <laughs> Yes yeah. all right so move on we'll move on now to the AFC I won't play the same game playing the same game for both divisions best case worst case this could be fun for this one, too. We'll start with the defending division champion, and I can't believe I'm saying this, defending AFC champion, Cincinnati Bengals. Best case, worst case, go.
1: Uh, Man, I'd love to to see them get back to Super Bowl win. We know it's tough.
0: But... In a loaded AFC, too.
1: Yeah. It's... It's going to be much tougher. And... Just, just given like the patterns, I I don't know if they'll make it back. I would like to see them back, but I don't know if they'll make it back. Um,
0: I'm not gonna sneak up on anyone now. <laughs> um,
1: I mean, I I think I think best case they can make it back to the title game, the the the, the conference title.
0: As division winners or as a wild um, card?
1: No, I think they can win the division.
0: Okay, fair. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I don't know. I ca- I can't say enough that Pittsburgh uh, Pittsburgh will get better, but I don't really know where Pittsburgh's going to be at. Uh, but I know Tomlin's going to have them. You know. Squared up. I, that goes without saying. Uh, Cleveland, well, it's Cleveland. Hey, 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 hey,
0: hey, hey, we're, we're getting there. Okay. Don't jump. Do not put the cart in front of the scores now. Okay? <laughs> we are getting there. So, yes, I think Cincinnati can quite easily
1: take the division.
0: Fair. Worst case?
1: Um,
0: worst case involves Burrow being hurt. Well, I was going to
1: say, worst case, the offensive line has not improved at all. And burrow gets hit one too many times. I
0: mean, the man already had his appendix out. What do you want?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's already. He's already, and it was ruptured. Let's let's add that. That that that's and it even, wasn't
0: elective, it was you have to do this now.
1: Yeah, like it was even more so. Nothing to shake a stick at.
0: Uh, and he was back at practice starting within nineteen days, mm-hmm. literally less than three weeks after a ruptured appendix. My man is back. I literally told my dad, I was like, I don't, I mean this in the truest sense of the word. How do you not love this man? <laughs> I mean that. How do you not love Joe Burrow for that? How? Yep. I don't care how that comes up. I mean it. <laughs> Why do I get a feeling my Christmas present view this year? is you want to be something making fun of my man crush on Joe? <laughs> Why don't you that? That's gonna find like some
1: cheaply made Etsy uh, fangirl uh, t shirt <laughs> with a Joe Boa pun on it or something? Uh, oh, I gave it to you after this. I will look one up just to see if they exist because I know they do. <laughs>
0: uh. Don't wait till the Just show me what you find. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. boy. Oh boy. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, wait. Uh, no, I didn't give my best case, worst case. <laughs> what am I doing? You got me thinking about it, man. I started, like, I can see is just, <laughs> yeah. B- best case for me is division winners. And I only say that because I just, the AFC is so freaking loaded.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like the entire AFC West, but I have to have a conversation with me. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, like look, the AFC West is just like, we're getting three teams, and we're getting four teams into the playoff. Like, we're getting a division winner, and then all three of us are getting a wild card. And no mm. one's laughing at that. <laughs> it, probably could, it, it could very well happen. Mm-hmm. Worst case is that is that the offensive line is not improved, the defense is not improved, and, well, everything goes wrong.
2: Because mm-hmm.
1: don't they have someone on... Uh, I could have swore they had someone on the defense. One of their standouts that was that they've either was it Jesse Bates that they were trying to franchise tag him, and I think he either so. hadn't signed it or I feel like it was I feel like that was the scenario. But I I, I might also so. be mixing it up with somebody else who was in no, that I same think,
0: situation. I think you're right. If it's not Jesse Bates, then there's definitely someone on the Bengals who had that happen. You're right. So I think what the thing was, was that like he hadn't signed his, his tender yet. And they were talking about like, well, do you even want to? Because like, well, you take a year off. You, you know what I mean? There's like, there's a, I don't really want to go into what happens if you do or don't sign your franchise tender. Yeah. It's a little bit too late for that. But
2: like
0: the obvious debate is like, is it worth it or not? That's the, that's mm-hmm. the debate that everyone will have. And it will, uh, it will exist as long as the franchise tag exists. So I think, I think you're right about that.
1: Double check.
0: See if I had a feeling it's what you were doing.
1: Yeah. They, they, okay. So they did place the franchise tag. That's just a quick wiki look up, but let's see.
0: Did he sign? Live research, ladies and gentlemen, you can't get this (laughs) anywhere else. Just like the newsroom at CBS Newsman JFK died, you could hear the typewriters the- <laughs> and the machines going on in the background. You can see, I just took my glasses off like Walter Cronkite did, leaned up my microphone. And I looked into a fake camera, I just stared him down. I'm not in my Cronkite oh. voice. This That's the way it is. Monday, August 22nd, 2022. Mm-hmm. There's my bad so- impression of Cronkite.
2: <laughs>
1: so I can't find anything past July 15th, but he. He did say that he had no intention to report to training camp or play on the franchise tag.
0: That's the deadline for doing it. So there's nothing else. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that was the deadline for for reaching a deal prior to the like he has to sign his tender. But here's the thing, they can rescind that tender if they want to. Mm-hmm. They have the right. Yeah. So weird things. But that's going to be an important part about defense too. So we'll see how that impacts them. Now we can move on to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Of course, no Ben Roethlisberger this year, no smith misuse this year. But after the Patriots, the machine marches on. Mm-hmm. Tomlin will always have this team competitive. This team is the most stable organization in professional sports. Ms. Trubisky and uh, Kenny Pickett are fighting out for the starting quarterback job. It appears to be Trubisky's as of now, but I've heard some people say that Pickett should start. I don't really, do, I don't really agree with that, but that's an entirely issue, another issue entirely. So best-case-worst-case scenario for the Pittsburgh Steelers, I will go first. I, I think the best-case scenario is we're in the division because that defense is no joke. Mm-hmm. That defense is lights out. Yeah. If the offense – like, here's the thing. Particularly if Trubisky starts, you've got Najee Harris as you're, running, as you're running back. You've got George Pickens who's come on really good as a rookie receiver. You've got other receivers that I can't name right now, but they're really good. You've got a deep threat. Right, you've got a deep threat of an offense. You've got a good running back. You've got a quarterback now that, unlike, because here's the thing, Roethlisberger, particularly late in his career, was never a guy who was going to extend plays. He was just going to be hard to hard to bring down.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now you've got an offense that's that's really designed to go deep, and you got a mobile quarterback who can extend plays, and make things happen. That's to excite <clears like throat> every Steelers fan. Yeah, that you can run this offense the way it's supposed to be run. And with a quarterback who can make those throws. And God bless Ben, he couldn't make those throws the last year. Nope. So getting to see what this offense can do with a good running game. And Najee in, in Harris' second uh, season back, they fixed, they have some offensive line changes. But you know what? Okay. <clears throat> they, th- this team is a division winner. This team is a team that if the defense stays healthy and the offense develops like I think it can, is not going to be a team you want to face in the second half of the year. Like, I'm glad the Patriots get him week two. That's when I want to get him. Mm-hmm. Don't give me them in like week eight or nine or after that. No. <laughs> and then the worst case scenario is it, it's not even a worst case, but I, I think if Kenny Pickett is given the is given the job, he will have earned it. God knows in my time he will have earned it. But I just don't think the offense is going to be quite as fluid if Pickett starts, and that to me is a scenario like worst case scenario on offense is Pickett starts, it takes a while to get things going, still good but not near as good, and then defensive injuries happen, the whole thing falls apart on that end. Mm-hmm. And and they've got, I mean, like you said, they've got a load of defense. It's Cameron Haywood, T.J.
1: Watt, Devin Bush, Toel Edmonds, Minka, Fitz, Minka Fitzpatrick. <laughs> like that's a load of defense. Even if it was just T.J. Watt, that's a load of defense. That man, <laughs> that man counts as three men. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, yeah, it. I, I I think. I I think I agree with with that. Is that it? It it should be Mitch Trubisky as the Soto because well, one, he has the experience to, um, like you said, he, um, you know, can extend the plays and I mean, Kenny Pickett's been doing well from, from what we all have seen. Um, but I, as, as I stand by, I'm never a big fan of throwing rookie quarterbacks into that and there's no need to do it. There's, there's no need to do it in this situation.
0: Um, but I remind you that Mitch Trubisky is not a bad quarterback. Mm-hmm. He was on a bad organization in Chicago when he was behind Josh Allen and Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Tell me how someone's supposed to shine there. <laughs> They're not. He's got a great organization behind him, a great football team. It's his team. He's a good quarterback, and I will die on that hill. Not to interrupt you or anything. Nope. No,
1: I, 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 I can't help you.
0: And then the worst case scenario would be for the Steelers.
1: Um, I mean, really it's, it's, I think it's losing, losing any of the key parts on their defense, particularly
0: Watt or Haywood
1: or, or Minka Fitzpatrick. I was going to say,
0: if I lost Minka, I would, that secondary comes down a notch or two. Yeah. So, um,
1: that, that will shake things up. But, uh, but even then, I don't. I think they'll be able. To, they, they're not going to do much worse than than the nine seven and one. They'll probably bring it up to ten seven at worst. Um, because I, I I think I I think Tomlin. We all know Tomlin knows what he's doing. So uh, they they can and will compete for the division.
0: There, Baltimore Ravens are up next. Baltimore. <clears throat> well, apparently there are uh, uh, the
1: e, e, there are reports coming out that Lamar
0: is not talking contract once the season starts. Um, and a reminder, he has no agent. When he says that, he means I'm not talking about it because he's negotiating on his own.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, reports suggest he's been offered a contract bigger than Kyler Murray's. That too. Um uh,
1: yowza. Uh, he'd be worth it though but the, the it's just the whole I I don't I don't really know what to say about the t- I, I for looking on looking on paper because that's all we really have I again can't really point anything out that tells me that they've they're going to improve other than, you know, other than everyone just having another, you know, year of experience under the belt, no. which, you know, but I don't, I. they've got what Tyler Lindelbaum
0: is at cinema that they picked him up from draft, right? Yes. But here's the thing about the Ravens. It's not necessarily what they've done to improve. It's who they're getting back. Remember yeah. the entire running back room was injured last year. Lamar Jackson. went That's down That's true. There last year, the
1: whole running back court did go down. Yeah. Right.
0: From the very beginning. And then Lamar went down in the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they were still competitive. Like Tyler Huntley got them to where they like they, they weren't bad. Okay. Like mm-hmm. they, they they were in a lot of games. Like they were last second losses that, that the few decisions had gone their way, they would have won and they'd been in the playoffs. To me, it's just about keeping everyone healthy. If they do that, the whole thing changes. I don't even care what they did. Like I don't even care if they traded like a, Mar- uh, a Hollywood Brown. I truly don't. Because as long as I can keep everyone healthy, I'm fine. Like, I know that offense is going to be good. It's Baltimore. They're going to have a good defense. They have Justin Tucker. That's a pretty damn good football team. He's like the first kicker in
1: who knows how long to make it on the top 100 list. So, that says something. He Uh, is
0: the most accurate kicker in NFL history.
1: Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What more do you need to say? I mean, Nothing. just that alone, just like and what you said, like those two things I can end the conversation right here.
1: Mm-hmm. There's there's not a single moment when
0: I I see
1: him line up for a kick that I think, oh, he's missing it. I don't care what distance it's from. I I am Oh, and he extremely holds the, record the longest field goal yeah.
0: in
2: NFL history.
1: It's like I, I am extremely confident that this man is putting that ball through the uprights. Absolutely. And it's still, it's still. I still laugh at this to this day, uh, because my my friend and I might probably have told you this story. But my friend is a it's a Baltimore Ravens fan, and um, it was either twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. I can't recall. Um, it, it was you know, it was no, no, no longer than twenty seventeen. I don't believe, um, but we we watched the Ravens Pats game that year, and up until that game, Justin Tucker had not missed a kick all season. I can't remember, it was, I guess, it was midway through the season at that point, uh, maybe a little bit further, I can't quite remember, but it wasn't, it was at least halfway, I believe. And he, so, he had missed all season, and he lined up to kick. And you know, my friend was like, he's never missed a kick all season. Just just put up three points on the board. And I didn't disagree with him. It's Justin Tucker. Again, you can't disagree. And what happens? They block the kick. And I couldn't help but just laughing out loud in the was middle that of bar-
0: the went? Was that the game where they went over <laughs> the uh over the line to block it?
1: I th- it might have been with uh Yeah, what, I what think Was it
0: uh, uh Cassius? Was that his Ca- name? Uh Cassius uh Cassius Marsh, I think. I think that's it,
1: yeah. Uh, And I couldn't help but laughing right there in the middle of the Boston (laughs) (laughs) Beanery. Hey,
0: you were watching the Patriots game in a Boston Bean bar. Well, bar and grill. Either way, that's funny. That's Uh, funny. And it wasn't even because it was Justin Tuggle missing. It was just because of the circumstances. Right, like you don't say it. I remember there was a game last year. I don't remember what game it was. But... Al Michaels kept saying, like, this guy doesn't miss. It wasn't Justin Tucker, but it was someone else. And I'm like, Al, stop talking. You're going to speak it into existence. (sighs) No, it was the Raiders Chargers game at the end of the year last year, and the winner went to the playoffs. Yeah. The Raiders kicker had never missed a kick at home. And I'm like, oh, dear God. Al is going to speak. He's going to speak the Chargers in. And remember, if the Chargers won that game, the Steelers will be out of of the playoffs. Mm hmm. And I wanted the Steelers in because I wanted to see Ben get one last shot. I knew they weren't gonna make. I knew they weren't gonna make it past. They, I knew they weren't gonna win that game. And I wanted to see Ben get one last. Because he, he's earned it. Mm-hmm. So I was rooting for the Raiders, and I'm like, "Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say." The kick is good. Thank God. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, no, not the announcers' curse, no. No, no, Al, stop talking. Yeah. Stop and they're all talking. aware of it too. So they, they right. know what He's they're doing. Fun <laughs> of it. And it's like, stop. It's, it's, no. Like, even if in a Patriots game, I'm like, oh, okay, be a deal. But in that game, I was like, Al, you're the goat of this, but stop talking. <laughs> it's like, please,
1: please zip. Zip the mouth. <laughs> <sighs>
0: What's the worst case scenario for the Ravens? Hmm. Uh
1: Lamar Jackson gets paid handsomely and then immediately begins to uh, make a mess in the bed. That's what I think, and, and you just well, at least for the season, wasted
0: a ton of money on him. Fair. Do you think he will be one of those people who, once he gets paid, drops off? <sighs> I
1: mean, that's kind of what you implied. Well, he, I, d- I don't think he's one to let the, this, those things type of distract him. He doesn't seem like it. And I don't, I have not seen any indication that those are the types of things that distract him. Um, but you never, you never know. It happens too frequently where people get paid handsomely and then don't produce to be worth it. Um, so I do think it's worst case. Do I think it's extremely likely? Honestly, I don't. But I do believe it's worst case. Fair, especially uh, that, considering all the hype that you know that's that's been
0: around it consistently. Perfectly fair. Perfectly fair. <sighs> all right, that leaves us the Browns, the aforementioned Browns, the Browns who will have Jacoby Brissett and maybe Jimmy Garoppolo, depending on what they can muster in their in their draft stock still. Uh, to give the 49ers. Let's talk about that for a second before we get into this. What do you think of the Browns potentially trading for Garoppolo, despite the fact that the 49ers CEO said that the team was, quote, happy and willing to pay him and keep him on the roster for the 2022 NFL season? It,
1: it's, very, it's very confusing. Um, I mean, you, you either want him gone or you don't. And you're sending mixed messages, guys.
0: Um, it's a professional sports team what did you expect
1: yeah and, and I mean and at this point it seems from, from what I've seen at this point Jimmy G is checked out from, from what, what I've seen and from what i even seen given uh, reported uh, after his contract extension he had effectively checked out at least in terms of ghosting coaches and everything that were allegedly um and that may be a reason why he hasn't been traded yet <laughs> yeah, so it's it it's very it's a very confusing situation because if if he's checked out, then why are you even why are you even saying that? but if he's not checked out then i don't it, it it's very confusing fair point. I mean, it, point. It, it, it mostly feels more like you're just stringing him on uh, the rope that he's been strung on since. Uh, what was it? Well, basically February. Let's put January, February, whatever it was. So, because we basically all knew he was he was effectively gone once they were once that last, that final game. You know that those that uh, those clock
0: hit zero. So Mm-mm. goes back to that. Once they made the trade to go up to get a quarterback, yeah, whoever it was—Mac Jones, uh, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mm. whoever it was—once they made that trade, it was it was done because you don't go up that high, yeah, take a a defensive lineman. It was solidified once we saw the. Because I mean, what what was it? They were like, they
1: were basically like, they were hugging each other as if they were going to see each other ever again, and things like that. Like they was that type of. Stuff going on, right? At the end of that game,
0: when we were like, oh, right, he's gone." Like, and then the, uh, the awkward, one, like, "Hey, he's it's training camp, and he's still here." Hey, remember that awkward thing we did back in like January? <laughs> it's like, yeah, that didn't yeah, happen, we, right? We, we yeah. like to just that never happened. <laughs> Instead, my awkward thing will be when I hand my playbook in after I get traded somewhere. Hmm. Did they even do like that or they just came back with a tablet <laughs> Depend, depends on I guess depends on who you are this is Silicon Valley they have to do tablets <laughs> I mean they're in Santa Clara, California for God's sake alright uh, now we can move on to the best case scenario for the Browns hmm
1: case they, st- they 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 stay at the the record that they of last season I mean I don't really see them improving um I, yeah I don't see them going any better than eight and nine now, they're certainly not competing for the division.
0: Fair. I, yeah. Because I mean percent is a step down from Baker. Okay. So you downgraded that quarterback for now. And yeah I I I, I yeah I can see that. Worst case, uh, they're back to the bottom of the league. Like the back,
1: the the back, at the bottom of the league, and we all get to just continue laughing at them even more. Yeah, and I'm still gonna be laughing at them right now. So I mean, I guess that they, they don't gotta worry about that because we're all still laughing at them. Um, but now they just get fewer
0: Ws in the win column. I agree with that entirely. But basically, everything <laughs> else. Like I, I, I can't. I, there's nothing you said that I can point out that I would I would say anything different. It's hard to really point out any positives about this organization, even really the players. I mean,
1: they've got talent. They've, they've got, got guys yeah. who
0: can play, but they don't seem to be doing anything with that.
1: Yeah, they don't have they don't have the cohesiveness that that you should see from a group that seemingly is his talent. I mean, Judavian Clowney, Miles Garrett, that's you know Denzel Ward even. That's a talent. Those are some talented guys. Amari Cooper, Nick Chubb, Donovan Peoples-Jones.
0: Can, can, can you imagine being Amari Cooper? Yeah, like you thought you were going to play with Deshaun Watson, and now you got to go with Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. Like just like the downgrade that, you, and you went from Dak Prescott, like the kid who can sling it, to Jacoby Brissett. And again, we both love Jacoby, but he's not. There's only so much he can do.
1: Yeah. And who knows? He might. He might. Totally show us hey, I could do something, and that'd be that'd be totally fine. I would yeah. love to see that um there's a reason but, he's a journeyman though yeah, but there's, there's a, reason a
0: reason he there's a reason he's been you know everywhere at this point, Patriots, exactly. Colts, dolphins browns mm-hmm. like there's a reason for that good enough to hang around, not good enough to leave the football team mm-hmm. long term. Where did Shelby Bissett stand in the, in the hierarchy of NFL backups? Hmm. i say top 10.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, i say that's fail.
0: All right, then. So moving on to the college section of our show, we've only got a few things. Number one, we'll focus on WVU here for just a second. Michael Laughlin, the tight end for West Virginia, is on pace to play in the pit game, which, by the way, is a week from Thursday. We are almost to the backyard brawl. We're right there. This is exciting. (laughs) So, thoughts on Michael Laughlin coming back from that knee injury. He'll probably be on a pitch count, but Mm -hmm. he might play in the backyard brawl. That changes everything for the offense, and especially an offense with JT Daniels and your quarterback and your running back and Tony Mathis. Having a tight end there, that helps things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it, it
1: it's it'd be great. I mean, even if again, yeah, even if it is on a pitch count, and it wouldn't surprise me if it is. Yeah, you know, it's always great to have him
0: back out. All right, so we talked about. Uh, by the way, we'll preview the backyard role next week. Uh, but we talked about the week zero that there are games being played this week that matter in in uh, in, in the standings. Darren, I want to play a game. i want to read to you the games uh on for week zero. There are there's like 10, 12 of them. I'm not gonna count, but there's probably like 10, 12 of them. And I want you to give I want you to give me the game <clears throat> you really game or games, uh there can be more than one, I guess, but that are really like I wanna watch this game. Excepting the fact that I probably will watch a lot of these games and you probably won't. Austin, and these are from uh, noon to 10.30. These are in order of, uh, of when they're starting. Austin P at Western Kentucky. Nebraska versus Northwestern in Dublin, Ireland. Idaho State at UNLV. Yukon <coughs> at Utah State. Wyoming at Illinois. Duquesne at Florida State. Charlotte at FAU. Florida A&M at North Carolina. North Texas at UTEP. Nevada at New Mexico State and Vanderbilt at Hawaii.
1: Interesting. I mean, honest about they don't really want. I probably wouldn't watch just about any of them honestly, Uh, but if I'd say simply to see Vanderbilt lose in Hawaii. And be come and be in the nice, you know, landscape that is Hawaii. uh, That that might be interesting. Um, And well, consider I forgot that
0: there was going to be anything in Ireland. I didn't even know that until I picked up uh, my Phil Steele preview magazine. I saw the game. I was flipping through it. I'm like, wait, does that say in dub? Like really?
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, simply for that. I mean. Just for the same reason as Hawaii, because it's because Hawaii, because games in Ireland that in itself is interesting enough to
0: just tune into. Mm-hmm. That's a twelve thirty Eastern kickoff on Fox. So if you're looking for something new on Fox, they've got you covered.
2: Mm.
0: I'm gonna say North Northwestern and Nebraska, although, well, I agree with you for Vanderbilt because that's basically gonna be their bowl game.
2: <laughs> I mean, it, it,
0: yeah. <laughs> but to me, Nebraska, Northwestern, because well, there's there's two sides of this. Number one is Northwestern. Northwestern is a program that just keeps plodding along, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They might be good, they might be bad. Tradition has is that Northwestern can we to start. They're generally pretty good that year. If they win their first game, they do pretty well. If they lose the first game, that's an indication of how the team is going to be. So if Northwestern beats Nebraska and gets a conference win coming out of the gate, look out. If Northwestern doesn't, mm, it, could be a, it could be a tough year in Evanston. Now, not, that's, that's based on historical stuff that could very well change. It's a year-to-year thing. We all know that. But the real intrigue to me here is Nebraska. <clears throat> Let's talk Husker football here for a second. Since Scott Frost has got there, what has Nebraska done? Thank you for that sound effect. <laughs> you're also right. Nothing. This is an administration. I like got in trouble for having, uh, I think there was having like graduate assistants uh, speak to players on the field. Like you're not supposed to have a grad assistant speak to a player on the field. That's an NCAA violation. I didn't know that. Interesting. I think that's what it was for. I, I don't remember exactly, but I think that's what it was for. An analyst or a grad assistant, someone who shouldn't have been giving on-field instruction was giving on-field instruction. If my <clears> memory <throat> serves, so that cost changes in the athletic department. What happens when people above you get changed? You get put on the hot seat.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: His seat was already on fire because it's Nebraska. And he's the golden. He's he's the golden child, right? He's supposed to save this program. He hasn't saved the program yet. Nebraska is nothing in the Big Ten. If they beat Northwestern, they have North Dakota and Georgia Southern the next two weeks before they get Oklahoma.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If you can go into Oklahoma 3-0 and and then you get Oklahoma in your building in Lincoln, crazy things can happen. right? They hung with Oklahoma in Norman last mm-hmm. year. Oklahoma won't have Lincoln, rather, they a brand new uh, uh, quarterback, brand new head coach. If you're going to get him, get OU this year. That's a message for you to the U too. You know what I had totally
1: forgotten? What? Casey Thompson transferred to Nebraska from Texas. Oh, yeah. And he's their QB number one.
0: Okay. So you lose AJ H&M, Martin. That should have been there for like ever. <laughs> I mean, I thought I had have I like been there for like six years. Yeah. And then you get a transfer in from Texas, and we both don't like Texas, but it's a step up from what you had. Mm-hmm. If you beat Northwestern, you get halfway to a bowl game before you get to Oklahoma. I, the,
2: the, you,
0: you're halfway to getting something that can you can build on and, and prove to people that you're doing something good. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're halfway there. And after Oklahoma, here's the rest of their schedule. Indiana, at Rutgers, at Purdue, Illinois, Minnesota, at Michigan, Wisconsin, at Iowa. You probably can beat Indiana. You probably can beat Rutgers. You probably can beat uh, Purdue. You probably can beat Illinois. I can get you seven wins right there. Mm-hmm. I And get you seven to five. Who in Lincoln wouldn't take seven to five after what the past few years have been? <laughs> I, I'm not in favor of saying first games are must-wins, but I'm going to go on a limb here. I think this is a must-win game for Scott Frost and Nebraska. I truly believe it's a must-win game for them. <clears throat> I, can't, I, can't, uh, I can't do much disagreeing with that. And that's why it's the game that I'm going to watch for, well, for one... Ireland <laughs> and two, I want to see if they win the must win game. And three, it's Northwestern. I told you this, I'll tell everyone this. I had surgery in Northwestern now almost 12 years ago, and I certainly am not positioned to donate money to the university. But I said the least I can do is support their football team or athletic program. So, plural. So anytime Northwestern's on, I kind of look for him now just because like, well, I was treated so well there and I can't, like I said, I can't give money back to the hospital or anything, but I can go Wildcats. So I do that as my way of, of, of saluting uh, the effort, the uh, care I got there that was first class in every way. So <clears throat> that's my thing. That's also our show because people have things talk about after <laughs> over an hour and a half. So, we we'll are back next week. We'll preview the backyard brawl. We'll take a look back at the Patriots and Raiders. We'll take a look at some of the notable roster moves mean, the NFL as well as we start to get our way to cut down 53. And then uh, we'll talk about some of the games in week one of the college football season next weekend. So, for Darren, I am Lucas. This is the season three episode three of the Scientific Coaching Podcast. We have made it to football season. Enjoy the weekend, everyone. We'll be back with you next week. Darren, take us all the way to football season. Oh, yes, everybody. By the time we record
1: next, football will have a code.